Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Dr. Sanjay Prasad about management with employees regarding healthcare efficiencies. Dr. Sanjay Prasad, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you, John. A pleasure to be on the sh- on your show. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited to, to have the conversation with you today. And you bring years of experience in the medical field to the conversation, as today we're going to be focusing on um, how kind of the intersection of management and dealing with employees regarding healthcare efficiencies and, and you know, employee wellness and healthcare um, issues within the workplace. As we get started, I wanted to share Sanjay's bio with everybody. With nearly 30 years of practice in the super specialized field of ontology, neurotology, and school-based surgery, with a subspecialty within the head and neck surgery area, Dr. Sanjay Prasad is one of the few surgeons in his specialty to complete three fellowships in neurotology. As a medical uh, director for an ambulatory surgery center, he was one of the first to start bundling surgery, surgical uh, services for all inclusive prices in 2014. In the same year, Prasad found uh, Surgery Price Inc. with subsidiary Surgery Quality and Surgery Connect. His 30 years of surgeon and managing the care of tens of thousands has given given him deep insight into the flaws in the surgery referral process. Dr. Prasad reveals that between 10 to 20% of all surgeries in the U.S. are unnecessary, either because of misdiagnosis or because a more conservative therapy may have been just as or even more effective. In his new book, Resetting Healthcare, Dr. Prasad examines the lack of transparency in surgical care and offers a solution to the problem, a new innovative tool called Surgery Quality that connects patients with qualified surgeons, offering second and third options, and even suggesting more conservative non-surgical solutions as appropriate. Uh, what a wonderful background. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Anything else you would like to share with listeners by way of your background before we really launch on in? Yeah, and you, you know, and my, and my mom reminded me of, uh, of some of our uh, family history. You know, we came, to, I was born in India and I, I came here uh, when I was a year old and our family of four uh, came in 1962. Uh, so now you know my age. And we came by ship uh, you know, month-long journey through the Suez Canal, uh, and, you know, we had a healthcare problem in the family. We were searching for a healthcare solution, searching for the right surgeon. Isn't that amazing that 1962, we were doing that. Uh, I grew up in the Washington, D.C. area. 
uh, became a surgeon, practiced for 30 years. And now I built a company, Surgery Quality, uh, that really is helping patients uh, connect to the best in class surgeon within their network, whether it's Blue Cross or Cigna or Aetna, United Healthcare, Medicare, Medicaid. Um, we're all about connecting them because what's really tainted right now, what's really not working um, is that referral process. And I was talking to um, a, a consulting group yesterday and they put it so well, you know, what we're doing is referral pattern optimization. So we're taking that referral that you normally get from a primary care physician to a surgeon, and we're taking it to the next level using the latest technologies um, and the latest know-how in terms of data management. Um, and because what's happening today is that referral is being made on the basis of a habit. And it's mm. being made on the basis of a referral nurse, for example, has a list of orthopedic surgeons. She has their favorite orthopedic surgeon upstairs. They just refer everyone there. Uh, but you have a whole provider book of, of surgeons. Uh, what's happening is patients are getting surgery they don't need. Patients are getting complications from surgeries they don't need. Patients are getting connected to surgeons not necessarily getting the best outcomes. Uh, patients are suffering from complications, infections, wrong size implant, need for revision surgery. It's a, uh, it's a ever ending cycle. And as you mentioned, depending on specialty, you know, 15 to 30% of surgeries are unnecessary. Um, and uh, so, uh, so we've got to do something to turn the tables to help the healthcare system kind of compete to take care of you, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. And, and that's been one of my frustrations, um, you know, with the healthcare industry and insurance companies generally. Um, it's it, I, Clearly, it's a, a big, complex, messy problem that I don't pretend to have any answers for. Um, but just the transparency issue or lack thereof uh, is frustrating, and it's hard to navigate. Um, and of course, you know, we know that uh, healthcare costs have just continued to go up. I mean, last I looked, it was, you know, like something like 30 plus percent a year, kind of over the last couple decades of increased costs. Uh, and so then the question is, well, why? Why is all that happening? Because because obviously that's hard for individuals and for families. It's also hard for organizations who are trying to provide health benefits for their employees. And, and employers are getting squeezed because they either have to, you know, have their employees pay more and more into the, the health benefits that they provide, or they have to, you know, try to keep the same level, which means they're kind of reducing the coverage and the care that their employees can get under the health, the, the organization provided health care uh, insurance. Um, and so that's just a huge problem. And what you're describing seems like a piece of the puzzle, at least in terms of trying to be more efficient, more cost effective, um, to drive more, um, you know, transparency within the system. Uh, I myself uh, was once referred. Uh, well, actually, it's happened twice. Actually, um, I was I was twice referred for surgeries uh, that it turns out I didn't need. Um, and luckily, I was able. Uh, so I actually, in both cases, scheduled the surgeries, um, and in both cases, showed up and in the conversation with the surgeon, 
uh, it was actually determined, no, you don't need this, um, which, which which was a good thing, right? Uh, but how often does that happen? Uh, it's probably much more common for you to get scheduled and you go in and it's just, you know, you go through the pre-op and all the stuff and you, then you go in, you have the surgery and then you're done. Uh, and if it was unnecessary, um, you know, all, all the other types of issues and complications like you described can uh, come about, which obviously is not good for anybody uh, if we're, you know, trying to, meet the healthcare needs uh, of our people within an organization, you know, through the health benefits. Uh, and when we think of society as a whole and how we're treating uh, people in our communities. Yeah, and well said. And um, I didn't elaborate on the solution, on the surgery quality solution, which is really a, uh, uh, it's twofold. It's a concierge platform. You're told you need surgery, John, just like you, you were told you had some diagnostic imaging, you have some medical records, uh, and a concierge has you sign a HIPAA release, and then all the magic happens on the back end, and the magic is, you know, sourcing your medical records, sourcing your imaging, sending it up to the HIPAA-compliant cloud, safe, secure uh, manner, uh, and then sending it to multiple surgeons through our Surgery Connect system, Surgery Connect app, uh, and these surgeons have to be board certified. Uh, they indicate an area of interest in the condition that you have. Um, they review your records. They validate necessity. Uh, they offer alternative treatment options. Uh, and more importantly, they put in their past experience. That is, doctor, how many of those meningiomas did you do last year of that type? What was your success rate? What was your complication rate? And then we also corroborate that with their medical record and we compare the cohort of surgeons. So then you as a patient get back a list of surgeons that have seen your, your case, um, that have opined on your case, offered treatment options, and also put, in out their, put out their uh, past experience information. And you are empowered to make important choices. You know, and we're empowering you with tools to compare surgeons using uh, procedure-specific quality measures uh, so you make well-informed decisions. It just makes a, a ton of sense, right? Yeah, I mean, in so many areas of our lives um, and in the marketplace, that's exactly what we have the ability to do. Um, you, there, you have more transparency, you have metrics, you can go in and evaluate what the best options might be and who to do that, you know, a uh, service with or whatever. Um, it, it only makes sense that we'd be able to do this more in the medical field as well. Um, and, and I'm curious what you're seeing in terms of how this is impacting organizations, uh, businesses trying to provide, you know, cost-effective, efficient uh, healthcare benefits to their employees. I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press, Bluer Than Indigo Leadership, The Journey of Becoming a Truly Remarkable Leader. Early in my adult life, I learned about an Asian proverb that translates as bluer than indigo. If you think about the color indigo, it is a brilliant, deep, and vibrant blue. What some would call the bluest of blues. To have something that is bluer than indigo is rare and truly remarkable. Contrary to popular myth, there is no one-size-fits-all or cookie-cutter approach to effective leadership. 
There's no silver bullet, no secret sauce, no go-to model that will solve all of our problems. The truth is great leaders have all had their unique strengths and flaws and have all had to discover and then pave their own distinctive path in their life's journey to fulfill their leadership potential. Bluer Than Indigo Leadership will help you discover your own path and explore those ordinary everyday actions that will help you respond to an uncertain future and produce extraordinary results for individuals, teams, and organizations. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously affecting their workforce in, in a massive way. Well, I mean, when, when key employees, doesn't have to be a key employee, when any employee, uh, you know, has to take time off and have unnecessary surgery, have complications, you know, there's a, there's a workforce shortage. Uh, it creates lots of havoc, uh, depending upon the organization structure of the, of, of the system. Uh, but, you know, and I will highlight that one of the major problems, and I, I realized this about a year ago, is that uh, there is a tremendous racial uh, disparity between black and white patients in that black patients suffer from poorer surgical outcomes compared to white patients. And even when you control for extent of disease, uh, comorbidities uh, and socioeconomic status, these disparities persist. So it's, it's jaw dropping to me. Uh, you know, a very nice meta-analysis was published in 2012, 88 articles, ton of, uh, uh, of information, really nothing was being done, but our platform, when we send the cases out to the surgeons, we de-identify for race, name, and ethnicity, and, and uh, it just makes a ton of sense trying to eliminate the bias. But I, I would tell you that it may not just be implicit bias, the healthcare system may actually trap uh, black patients, Hispanic patients uh, within a certain network, a subnetwork of their Blue Cross plan, for example. And what do I mean by that? Well, uh, Spanish speaking patients may end up with Spanish speaking primary care docs, Spanish speaking surgeons. They may not be the best heart valve surgeon in the entire network. So they end up having surgery uh, so what we're doing is we're opening the network. We're, we're leveling the playing field for Black Americans when they need surgical care. It just makes so much sense. This is the message that is permeating and resonating with the Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies. Uh, they all want to fix this problem. They're eager to fix the problem. And um, it's been such an exciting ride. Well, yeah, that... that pointing out the health disparities uh, in these populations, I think is a really important point. And so if we want more equity um, in our healthcare system and we want better outcomes for everyone, uh, that's certainly an important um, consideration for sure. Um, I'm also curious, what about the, the costs involved with um, providing a, a meaningful quality um, healthcare benefit to your employees? Uh, what, what can we do about that um, well, to, cost, to get expense and cost under control? Yeah, remember, if, even if you're fully insured or self-insured for your health plan as an employer, your, your premium rise year over year is based on your claims cost. So even if though you're fully insured, 
you are at risk because if your claims cost is very high, your employees are using the healthcare a lot, um, you know, spending a lot of dollars, it's going to show in your premium adjustment for the following year. That's the way, that's the way the system works. So you have to pay attention, even though you are fully insured uh, with what's happening with your claims. So what I'm getting at is getting patients, you know, uh, away from unnecessary surgery. Uh, you know, we look at the metrics with the platform, there's a savings of about $1,000 per employee per year. So if you have 500 employees, you're saving a half a million dollars. That's huge. I mean, yeah. That's, that's a big savings, you know, huge savings. So uh, one is to eliminate unnecessary surgery, uh, tremendous savings. Two, connect to the best surgeon, get that aortic valve done with the high volume, high quality doc, uh, you know, get, get, get it done right away, faster recovery, back to work. It just makes a ton of sense uh, all around. Yeah, I mean, it really does. <laughs> and uh, I, I can't imagine any organizational leader out there sitting around listening to this thinking, oh, I don't want to save $1,000 per employee <laughs> in terms of the premiums every year. Um, I mean, just yeah. think think of how that translates into bottom line um, benefits to the organization, but also to the, the, the employees. Uh, because again, it's not just employers bearing the cost of of rising healthcare costs um, and uh, insurance premiums and such, but employer employees are having to pay more and more into their healthcare coverage every year, um, and so you know th this is going to benefit the, both both employees and their families as well as the organization. And the other piece of this, beyond the bottom line, like dollars and cents cost efficiencies and 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 whatnot, the 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 other side of this is. You just have more healthy people who are getting the care they need when they need it in a way that's going to actually benefit them as opposed to, um, you know, having uh, people suffer through needless surgeries or uh, less effective uh, and impactful surgeries. Uh, and just then there's all of the, the time away from work that both the employee and the employer have to deal with. Um, there's just so many connected pieces here uh, that it just makes so much sense for us uh, to try to, to uh, tap into the types of resources that you're providing. Um, I really appreciate all these insights. Uh, before we wrap up, I'm wondering if there's, if there's any kind of final thoughts on what anyone listening today should be doing now as they're trying to start um, down this, this process of, of figuring out what makes sense for them and their organization and the healthcare coverage. Well, individually for patients, you know, they need to, you know, you're told you need surgery, you really just need to hit the pause button, right? And don't jump just right from the exam room to the scheduler's office and get a date together and start that planning phase. You got to pause. I mean, do it. You need to ask the surgeon some difficult questions. Doctor, do I really need it? What would happen if I don't have it? What are treatment options? Doctor, how many have you done? What's your success rate? What's your complication rate? Anybody ever died? These are all these are all questions they need to ask, and they need to be able to have the ability to understand the answers and to compare. And that's where they need a concierge, they need a helping hand uh, to help them through the process. So pausing is extremely important. Now, for institutions, for employers, look, they're saddled with um, high costs year over year over year. 
They've got to get a handle on their claims costs. Uh, this just makes a ton of sense. It, it, it uh, you know, elevates the care of their black employees and Hispanic employees and Latinos and Latinas. I mean, it just makes a ton of sense uh, to use the platform. Um, I wrote a book, uh, Resetting Healthcare uh, Post-Pandemic, uh, Post-COVID-19 Pandemic. And uh, I, I wrote it and the title is really apropos because we had a pause in surgery scheduling last year. Uh, there's an explosion of surgeries that's happening uh, this year and beyond. Uh, it's a great time to reset healthcare as we know it today. It, the book is written for the layperson. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on uh, Barnes & Noble. Uh, if you want to know more information about the book, you go to resettinghealthcare.com. Uh, and if you want to know more about the service, the Surgery Quality Service, you can go to surgeryquality.com. Um, I'm happy to uh, entertain questions uh, at any time. Uh, you can send me an email at info at surgeryquality.com. And uh, I promise I'll respond as quickly as I'm able. Perfect, Sanjay. It, it has just been a pleasure. I really appreciate all the insights. I appreciate the good work you're doing in trying to solve this problem. Um, you know, that that is a really important thing. And uh, uh, the impacts are going to be huge. I encourage listeners to reach out, to get connected, find out more about what Sanjay and his team can do for you. Check out the service, check out his book and 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 study up a little bit more on the challenges facing our healthcare system and what some possible solutions might be. And, uh, you know, as we're kind of in that process of, uh, or at least have the op the opportunity, the potential of doing a bit of a reset and, and making this system work for us um, better. Um, reach out, get connected with Sanjay. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe. I hope you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you have a great week. alchemy of truly remarkable leadership, ordinary everyday actions that produce extraordinary results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years with increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition. The average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. Check out Human Capital Innovations magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free interactive e-magazine with the mission to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We publish issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Take a look at the latest issue and let us know what you think.
Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.